I didn't get a notebook. I just got a scrap piece of paper. I don't know. Sometimes, it, sometimes getting just the right notebook. I love notebooks, but getting just the right notebook is too structured. And so many of my thoughts and my ideas, they're so unstructured. You know, when the Lord speaks to me, it's so unstructured. And when structure does come and when body does come, it's poetic, which is a different form of structure. You know, but it's, it's often not too linear. We pray, we press in, and we hope, and we wait for things to be made plain, for paths to be made straight, for the ability to explain and articulate things. You know, it's a necessary skill. It is a necessary skill. You know, and I'm finding more and more, or at least I've been believing more and more, that stewarding favor with God looks like walking it out via favor with man. It looks like, you know, putting every step forward that you can to position yourself to steward that favor well so that you can increase in favor with God and increase in favor with man. You know, I think I'm past the point. I think I'm beyond that point of, uh, you know, just complaining or just worrying about, you know, I don't want to be a people pleaser. I don't want to just, I don't want to have like fear of man and all those things, those things that we wrestle with. Those things are, I mean, obviously that's true, but I think I'm past the point of avoiding increase in favor with man in the name of insecurity. You know, really, if we trust the Lord, if we trust the Lord to keep us and if we desire that our heart would be truly aligned with him, and if we desire that he be the God that that shows up in our lives and that guides us and corrects us and you know, who holds us in the palm of his hand, then, man, I mean, what is a little bit of fear? What, what, what is that little tiny fear, you know, of messing up so much so that we can't commit to a process? I think I'm beyond the point of needing to prove that, you know, I, I, I have a, a voice that needs to be heard uh, and things like that. I think there's a lot of per- pursuit of that. I, and there are a lot of voices out in the wild that, you know, that need to be heard. But goodness, uh, you know, you get to a point where you just you don't care about that as much as you as you care about having his voice. And, you know, I care more about having his voice and I care more about him using me than I do about having expressed myself to someone else. And you know what? You can you can express yourself prophetically. And still eventually come to the conclusion that uh, how much does it really like matter? It doesn't, doesn't really matter. It's still empty. There's, there's, there's not a whole lot of satisfaction, you know, once, once you finally have your way and enough people have heard you. I guess some are satisfied that way um, or, or they love it enough to keep doing it. And I mean, if, if that's what you love, then, you know, you have your reward. But goodness, I I just can't. I I just go back to that place where I keep going back to that place where I'm alone in a room as a kid, 
feeling lost and hopeless and afraid. And, you know, the Lord saved me. And the Lord gave me his word and his voice and his name. And he, he reared me up in ways that I could never explain. But nowhere in that was I thinking, great, now I have a tool I can use. And now I have a voice that people can listen to. Now I have, uh, now I have an opportunity, you know, for increase, uh, to be influential or whatever. I don't know. It just, none of those things crossed my mind. And, and maybe it was because I was a kid. And if that's the case, then maybe in our adult journeys with God, we ought to be more childlike. You know, you know, what happened to the joy and the, the pleasure of just, you know, finding him <laughs> and just finding him and knowing that he found you. And as he as he's found you, as you realize that you are found, you know, you, you, you you're searching for him, you know, right back at you, God, I'm, I'm looking for you even more and more and more and deeper and deeper and deeper. You know, once upon a time, there, w- there was this joy. There was this joy in this journey of just finding God. And then, and then when, you wanted to, when you wanted to share about it and you wanted to share about him, it was because this passion was bursting forth where you, you just had to express him. Like you had to shout it from the mountaintops like, oh, oh, my God, like the, Jesus is Lord. I can see it so clear. Jesus is Lord. You all have to know him. Like that's the passion right there. That's never about uh, increasing in. Let me increase in favor and let me have influence and let me have uh, let me make sure that people hear my voice because I I have a voice and I have a story to tell. All that's wonderful. I'm all about the storytelling, you know, and I'm all about I'm all about helping voices. I want to help voices be heard just as the Lord develops me. I freely you receive, freely you give. You know, I, I want to help and assist others as the Lord develops them as well. So nothing in my heart is against that. Uh, but the rat race, the, you know, the chase is it's a, it's a false chase to to run after it in such a way uh, that that identity and, you know, validation and all these things they're they're found in approvals that that aren't real false approvals and they're some are real but they're temporary you can be temporarily approved of by someone you know all it takes is a disagreement for for a person to not approve of you anymore <laughs> the lord's not like that though man there's so much stuff you can wrestle with with the lord struggle with with the Lord. And there he is, never leaving, never forsaking, just right there helping you along the way. And, uh, you know, I want to want to be in that place. I don't want to leave that place. If I were to, <laughs> if I were to sit alone uh, in, in the corner, in a corner of the world and do nothing but raise my family, be kind to my neighbors, 
and um, heck, I, I don't know, r- run a bakery or something. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd be, I think I'd be fine with that. I'm pretty sure I would be a okay with that, you know. But if the Lord, the Lord were to decide, okay, uh, I'm going to put you in front of hundreds, even thousands, or even tens of thousands. And um, I'm going to confuse your tongue when I don't want you to speak. And I'm going to give you clear, crystal clear wisdom from heaven when I want you to speak. I'm okay with that too. Because, you know, whatever it is, even if it's something that that seems intimidating or, you know, a little scary even. You know, even if the Lord would have me do something that I might not have chosen on my own. The bottom line is... I feel good when I, when I've walked with them. I, I like to look back and say, "We did it, God." And even when I uh, struggled to do it, and was you know borderline failing to do it, Your grace just kept pushing me along. I, I like taking those steps of obedience, uh, not because I'm the most obedient son, you know, who who deserves all the rewards of an obedient son. But but I like the opportunity to walk walk out that obedience. And I like learning from my mistakes. I like the grace that comes as he as he wraps around me and pushes me along in his path. And I, I wanna go I wanna go wherever he sends me, you know, and I wanna do whatever he gives me. And I get excited about things that he shows me, even if it's the most random seemingly random thing you know I get really excited and uh, you know I'll drop the stuff that I'm doing in a heartbeat and just pivot if it's if it's the idea that the Holy Spirit gave me and I want to be on that journey and I don't want to get stale and I don't want to forget what it's like to live the life of, you know, just following that glory cloud and following that pillar of fire. I remember my wife and I used to say it a lot. I don't remember where we first heard this from, but we used to say it, especially in our earlier adult years of pursuing the Lord. We'd say cloud by day, fire by night to everything, everything. You know, and so I jump in here, sit here at I sit here in my office with my one of my one of my favorite candles lit with my scrap paper and my pen for unstructured writing. You know, it's it's far less intimidating than some of my, my fancier journals. I got some really nice journals, but this is far less intimidating. <laughs> but um I, I sit here with no preparation. Uh, for, for recording, uh, no context whatsoever, uh, just jumping right in to the first thought that is prompted in my in my mind. Yeah, and here we are, you know. But as I sit here, I'm remembering those times where I, I desired to journey with the Lord so much, I wanted to see Him and everywhere. I, I say, God, you know, I need to go places that I can't take myself. I can buy a plane ticket and travel across across the country or even across the world. But what I can't do 
is uh, take a tour of outer space. Um, but what I can't do is go observe observe some uh, stars and galaxies <laughs> up close. <laughs> and there are things that I want to know that have never been written in books. And so, I, you know, I've, I have not been, I have not been great in my walk with the Lord at reading the revelation that he's given others through books, in their books. I've not been great at picking up books for this and that and studying everyone else's writings. I haven't. And it's not because I don't value that. I think I just developed a habit over time. As I begin to read and my mind starts to wander. And then my mind starts to wander. (laughs) Once I wander and then wander, like that's it. I'm going straight to the source. All right, Holy Spirit, show me. I got I got to go right to the source of this revelation. Take me on a journey, God. You know, I'm, I'm staying up all night waiting. Even even pouting. Where are you? Are you, are you going to show up yet? You, you can't just go around talking about me being a son or you being my father. And, and I'm not seeing you take me on trips nowhere. And that's what fathers do. You know, so I, I, you know, I sit up with my attitude, pouting and waiting, complaining about gifts of the spirit. God, why do I, why do I see all the things that I don't want to see? But I have to beg you to see things that I want to see. <laughs> and I'm still waiting to see things that I want to see. <laughs> you know, and complaining's not good. I've heard many leaders that I respect <laughs> and then also many others who have just echoed this as well, that complaining is the worship language of hell. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm afraid <laughs> to have complained to the Lord because there's something about relationship. Or, you know, maybe I, maybe I do or say the most foolish thing. Maybe I said something outlandish to the Lord. And although that I have a deep honor in my heart, sometimes I just got to say, say what I think I need to say. And I don't have the fear of him walking away from me because of it. You know, I don't have the fear of him leaving me. Because if I can say something that removes him from his position in my life and that removes me from my position in him, then the cross wasn't that effective after all. You know, if the Bible says that nothing can separate us from the love of God, then I think my my ignorance isn't so scary to him. You know, besides, I I find it's it's best to give him all of you anyways. I mean, who has time to just pretty themselves up and try to prepare their their best speech to take before the Lord? There are moments where you where you get really excited and you're like, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to. I'm going to process these things. I'm going to go to the Lord with my petitions and I'm going to lay it out. I'm going to organize my thoughts and I'm going to make the best presentation before all of heaven. <laughs> and that's all good. You know, that's respectable, but goodness gracious, if you can't, if you can't talk to God like you know him, then wow, why, why even pray? I mean, he's just a foreigner. I don't want him to be a foreigner to me. I don't want him to be a foreigner. Lord, I want to be close to you always. I want to be close to you. 
I want to want to feel your hand on my back all the time. I want to feel your breath on my face. I want to be that close. I like closeness and I, I don't need a personal bubble. I don't need my personal space. What good is that? But yeah. Yeah, the journey and just who who cares about me? What what who what, what am I? <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> I I can tell you one thing. I'm not I'm not one of these famous folks out here. <laughs> I I don't care what ends up happening in my life. I'll never be one of these famous folks. <laughs> never be uh yeah I can't I cannot position myself in such a way to happily receive uh notoriety but lose and lose the very person who who brought me I'm I'm not going into the wedding feast I'm not preparing for any any wedding feast that the bridegroom isn't isn't bringing me to. That's someone else's wedding. I'm not, I'm not getting married to somebody else. <laughs> you know, I think it's I think it would be good for believers to not care about the tables they're invited to so much. You know, I I get I get how it fe- I get how it feels when when you feel rejected and when you feel uninvited and or unwelcomed and all these things. Yeah, I, I get that. You know, that's, it hurts and, and everything. But every, every hurt like that is just an opportunity to point out, you know, a potential void, a, a potential hole that Jesus hadn't filled yet in your heart. And so, you know, I see people posting online a lot, stuff like, uh, I don't need to have a seat at your table. I'm going to build my own table and all this and that. That's cool. I, I get the point. <laughs> but, you know, the flip side of being uninvited doesn't have to mean, well, I don't need your table anymore. I'm building my own. Like, like there doesn't have to be the rebellious attitude either. We could also just not care that much. And then if, if there's a table... That the Lord would give us a seat at, then so be it. He can give us a seat at the table. And we will be grateful and happy and joyful. If you have to convince somebody you belong somewhere, then either they're not hearing the Lord that you belong somewhere, or you're not hearing the Lord. And you're fighting for something he didn't he's not pushing you into. Whatever the case is, it's not a fight between you and a person. It's a fight between, you know, one of you and the Lord. <laughs> and um, last I checked, the Lord didn't need me to fight his battles. Um, so it would be pretty awesome to have the freedom, just the freedom to to not care that much and just to have a good time with the Lord. 
and, and enjoy him, you know, <laughs> and just enjoy him in your personal life. You know, and God, if you would use these hands to build, then I, I will build. And, and God, if you would use these hands to to paint, then I would paint. And if God, if you would use these hands for war, then I'm going to war. And God, if you would use these hands to make peace, then let it be. It really is that easy. And even right now, the, just the presence of the Lord is wrapping around me and I'm so grateful I'm so thankful that you're here Lord I love you I'm so thankful that you would just you would come even right here and right now I'm literally talking into a microphone with my eyes closed and instead of you saying I'll, I'll wait till he's done with all that here you are in the room I appreciate you. And I appreciate the journey. I appreciate you, Lord. And I love I love your pats on the back. <laughs> it feels good. <laughs> I want to please you, God. What a journey it's been. What a journey it's been. And I feel like I feel like we haven't begun. And, you know, I'm not saying that just to say it. And I'm not saying it because it sounds cool to be like, yep, and we got so much more to do. No, I really feel like I'm at the beginning of everything. Like every trial. Every test, every battle, every learning lesson, every bit of accusation, persecution, every victory, every success, everything. I, I feel right now like it all it was was just getting things in order to be able to begin. <laughs> I'm always starting from scratch with you, God. <laughs> We're always starting from scratch. It's interesting how you can just take things back to the drawing board all the time. And yet nothing from before is lost or wasted. <laughs> 